This is Financial Viewpoints with Jeff Smith from The Retirement Smith. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jeff provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Financial Viewpoints with Jeff Smith. Welcome back to another episode of Financial Viewpoints with me, your host, Jeff Smith. Along with me, as always, is my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? I am mildewing. That's how I'm doing. <laughs> no, I'm doing... I'm doing great. Are you kidding me? They make spray for that. I'm know. I'm so good it hurts. That's how good I <laughs> That's am. That's great. Yeah. If I was any better, my name would be Jeff Smith. Let's put it oh that way. Oh my goodness. Let's put it that way. I've never heard that before. <laughs> well, you have now. This right. is your lucky day. Yes. <laughs> I know that. Awesome. Uh, I know you said uh, at your birth when it was your birthday. You said, Tony, what did you get me? And I said, your gift is knowing me. Yeah. Yes. Your gift I was, is knowing me. And that is, uh, you know, that's proven to be uh, very true. <laughs> no. So what are we talking about on the show today? Let's let's jump into it for the listeners out there. We're going to talk about this sort of uh, economic tug of war that we've got going on here in the country. Just sort of facts and some things to pay attention to. Um, some stuff I've noticed and some interesting stats that, I mean, May or may not be accurate, but we're gonna we're gonna Whoa, go for it. Wait, what? No, just uh, kidding, uh, Jeff. No, I'm, but, uh, I'm joking. So, so economic what tug of war. That, what do you mean yeah. by that? Yeah. So, what I mean by the accurate stats is that there's some estimates about how much people have actually in savings right now, and it's a pretty big number. It's a wide range, but anyway, uh, what I want to talk about is what's happening, you know, in the economy, right? So we have a ridiculous amount of inflation. Right. Still, I mean, it's everywhere. And, uh, you know, just as a business owner myself, I notice such a massive increase. You know, we're we're paying attention to end of year um, as we get into tax season. And, you know, the cost overall costs from last year to year this year for me personally in the business uh, is up 35 percent. And that is a significant amount Um and not wow. something that's sustainable as a business. And, well, no. you know, yeah, quite frankly, I'm, I'm really concerned about other small businesses and, um, in the area, uh, trying to keep up with that kind of, uh, cost, especially when margins are thin to begin with, um, can be very, very difficult. And it's typically passed on to, to the consumer. Uh, but what do you do when your country is saying, we want you to stop spending? Right. So that's what that's really what we've got going on here is this tug of war. Yeah. And we have a, okay. a well-programmed society that has its needs, that has its desires. And we have trained our <laughs> our fellow citizens to, to buy, 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 enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. And and right now, you know, the Fed saying stop spending. So what happens? Who wins? You know, and and really the reality is that we're we're really facing some some really difficult decisions ahead. Um, some of the things that I want to talk about, you know, is that during COVID, it was estimated that about thirty three percent of our take home was going into savings. 
And within the last couple of months, that's dropped to under 3%. Can you imagine that? So think about, think about the, um, think about the, uh, the amount wow. of difference I mean, that is. That's huge from 33 to three. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. So just doing the math, you can say, you know, basically that, you know, either people's, you know, pay went down by 30% or their expenses went by 30. Right. Right. So that doesn't mean what they already had in savings. That just means that what they're able to save, you know, the month and money, you know, that, that adage, like, do you have more month than money or money than month? Right. Right. Well, that gap just got swallowed up, uh, within, uh, post pandemic time. So it aligns oddly with, you know, the first term of our sitting president. So, you know, those types of things have happened since he's been in office. And, and while we're not here to point fingers, it's, uh, you know, hard not to see some things that have taken place with the oil prices, the gas prices, and some, some poor decisions there has driven that through the roof. Now, as a result, you know, the Fed's saying, hey, let's try to slow this machine down. Um, and, but, there's really no end in sight to the spending, um, you know, but what's happened, right? <laughs> so we're Americans. So what do we do? <laughs> we charge it. So there's this uh, tremendously debt. large increase in consumer debt. And I believe that if we're not careful, that is the next bubble of, of issue, you know, and it's going to get ugly. Um, and I think people are trying to, to put a bandaid on a wound that keeps ripping. Right. So they think oh, if I can just get through to, to when there's better times, you know, I'll make it through. And they do that with Visa, MasterCard or Amex. Right. So, um, it's a really scary time. Right. So, it, but, but the problem with that is that as it, interest rates rise, what also happens to credit card, uh, interest rates? It skyrockets. I, I've heard of some cards being as high as 24% right now. Yeah. And just think about having to pay that back when you're increasing it more than what you're accustomed to. What does that do to people's credit scores? What does that do to people's, you know, we, you know, we have a, I have a property and casualty business as well. And, you know, um, a lot of companies rate on credit, you know, for rates. Um, and what, what's interesting is one of the things that, I mean, I haven't, I haven't written an auto policy in probably 15 years or something like that, but we'll have a staff that handles all that stuff. And the interesting thing is what we're seeing as a trend is that because consumer credit card spending is up, it has a negative impact on people's credit score, um, which in turn makes them um, a less desirable risk on insurance. So that their rates go up even more, right? So wow. this 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 thing is is real, right? And it's a machine that feeds more cost, right? The other thing, Tony, that I want to talk about that's yep. crazy um, as it pertains to property casually, um, is the cost of goods and services um, to repair houses, to repair cars, the time lag between an accident and getting back on the road is insane right now. There were people who got in, you know, had had uh, an accident um, and not seeing their car for three or four months because yeah. of the parts. That's what I've heard as well. I've heard that. It's mm-hmm. not good. Yeah. So then it puts a strain on the rental uh, business, right? So oh, people parts. are stuck in cars 
longer than they want to. They got to pay out of pocket. I mean, it's a mess right now and nothing is in line at all. Yeah. That's not good. Uh, you're right there. Wow. I was, I was kind of questioning, well, where is he going to go with this? Is it really that bad? Is there really this economic tug of war out there? But you just hit on something because that is so true. First of all, rental cars pricing is skyrocketed, right. skyrocketed during COVID and, and, and since, and now it's really bad, especially because of this. And I happen to know I was just, uh, this is so weird. I was just talking to a good friend of mine mm-hmm. who uh, got in an accident and took the car and their truck in to be fixed. And it was a pickup truck. Um, actually my, my cousin's, uh, husband's truck and mm-hmm. they, uh, he said it's been there for two months and I need my truck. He's a farmer. He yeah, needs, I mean, what is he going to do? He needs, you know I mean? he needs the truck and right. you can't afford to buy or rent a huge truck. It's just crazy how expensive that is. Exactly. And he's had and it, to borrow and, and rent. Uh, mm-hmm. and so it's insurance co- doesn't cover all it's that. It's costing him a fortune and, right. and, uh, they just keep telling him can't get parts. Uh, my dad's, uh, my, my dad's washing machine broke, uh, at mm-hmm. his house where he lives. And, uh, that was three months ago and they keep telling him parts back ordered. Sorry. Right. It's just so, one part to fix the washing machine. Uh, mm-hmm. and that, and the, the place is like, I, I had to go in there because they were telling him, well, just at this point, just buy a new machine. Right. And I'm like, and I'm like, you know, of course they sell machines <laughs> yeah. and they'd rather you know they're gonna make would you like to buy it from yeah it's like uh you know i said i said if he buys a new machine it won't be from you because we want you to fix the current one and you're not doing it. right and so you can't use that as an excuse to sell us a machine that's not right and i said and you know they go they go well you know we're, nothing we can do so we're going to go, we're trying through another place, but you know, the fact that you can't get, it's a standard, it's like a Maytag or something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, there is no pump for this that can be put in or, or they, I mean, they're, they're all sold out. Our distributors don't have it. Yeah. It's like, well, okay. That's the, that's the standard ask, uh, answer, right? And for everything now. So, but, but think about that, right, Tony? Yeah. So what's easier to wait for a part and have dirty clothes or just cave in and buy a new Maytag? And call it a day, right? That's how we've been programmed. Yep. So, yep. so who, who's really winning here? This is really the 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 tug of war that I'm talking about. Like, yeah. if you can't get parts, yeah, and you can't get service, and you have a need, what do you do? Right. You know, you go out and put it on credit. Yeah. So what? You know, again, this is this sort of back and forth. But the reality is, is that we have to start looking at things uh, how we are going to take back the power, take back the control of, um, you know, the financial situation that's in this, that's in this country. And first of all, go out and vote. You need to take a look around at what's happening. And, you know, I think that if people are not aware, they should be by now that this is just not a condition that we want to deal with, you know, for another four years. And, um, I don't typically get political, but you know, this is just, terrible. It just seems like, you know, I just saw the dog and pony show that stayed at the onion the other night. And that was just, just absolutely embarrassing. And, um, and I think, you know, I don't want to use this as a platform to talk about it, but you know, it's really very frustrating, especially as someone who, 
you know, manages other people's retirement. And, you know, it's very frustrating for me because we have some tremendously hardworking people who come to us and they've worked all their life and, you know, they're facing challenges they never thought that they'd be having to, you know, face. And, right. and, and to me, it seems senseless, right? It's didn't, none of this stuff had to really happen. Yeah. It's counterintuitive um, and counterproductive and it doesn't, yeah, it's a, we're being forced into a situation that's not good. Yeah. And, and, you know, and we're being told something that I don't feel is completely accurate. You know, I mean, I think we're given, you know, a, this, the old spin doctor version. Who was that? Uh, who was that awesome spin doctor for Bill Clinton back in the day? What was that guy's name? Um, Caldwell, was it? No. Uh, 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 oh, yeah. He's so funny. Raging Cajun. Yeah, he, he is funny. <laughs> that dude is amazing. Carville. Uh -huh. J James Carville. Carville. Yeah, yep. James Carville. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That guy was brilliant. But, yeah. I mean, that's what we're getting fed. We're yeah. getting fed lines of nonsense that that you know if you just push the curtain aside you see the reality and the truth but you know again not a conspiracy theory situation what do we do about it we go you know what do we need this do we absolutely need to buy this i think that's the question that we all have to ask ourselves is there a way right that we can you know get through and save some money support local people only you know, when you can. And that's something that I made a commitment to. Like if I can get it downtown, I'm getting it downtown. I'm not going out to Route 3. I'm not going to the big box stores. I'm going downtown. And wherever I can get it, I get it at mom and pop shops and stuff like that because of the people that are getting hurt. The smaller the smaller businesses are really getting pummeled right now. They are. They are. And that's that's the that's the really tough part of it is when it affects you know, middle class, upper middle class, the people mm -hmm. who are, are carrying the brunt of the weight, the hard workers Always and do. then small businesses. And that's what our country runs on. And, uh, mm -hmm. it's tough times right now. It, it really is. And, you know, and I, I always am fascinated with the, that the political line that we will not tax the middle class holds up ever. Like, yeah, well, maybe that's true in one sense that you're not going to tax, but there's <laughs> there's a tax for being in the middle class, right? Not not uh, necessarily paying to the IRS, but we do bear the you know the brunt of everything, and our costs are higher, and you know the whole works. It's it's just it can cripple an economy, and that's what we're watching. Yeah, just watching it. So I invite everybody to you know hold on to that savings, look for opportunities to. Um, invest wisely, safely, conservatively, um, but also um, try to save as much as possible because cash is king right now, and you're going to need it. You know, and as these things play out, it it will it will speed up the process if we stop overspending. You know, I, I mean, I had to check my Uber Eats app. You know, <laughs> like, so that is like once you're offering a solution here. It's not. Uh, the, the, you know, we talked about a lot of doom and gloom, but one thing that can at least slow this pro down is stop overspending on 100%. an, in, on an end of starting on an individual level. And it would be great if our government would do the same. Yes, exactly. But on either I mean, side of the aisle, an, either side of the aisle, they've been horrible about that. So I agree. And we don't, how many, how many reasons do we have to support some, another country when ours is in, in rough shape? And, um, you know, it's just, uh, you know, 
just seems senseless to me. But the reality is that we still have to get up every day. We still have to do our jobs. We have to right. do all these things, right? Right. And, um, you know, you know, my concern is that we have, you know, the situation where when, when we do stop spending, the, the goal here is that the, the market is flooded with products, which will make everything less expensive, right? That's the idea behind. This is the heart of raising interest rates, putting pressure on, on, um, on people to not spend money is so that it'll flood the market, you know, and, and increase the supply side of the economic. Yeah, uh, it is, it is one, it is a strategy to help with the supply issues. One. Yeah. Uh, You know, my, it's been my experience, right? So I talk to guys like at bike shops, I'm, I'm a cyclist. I love cycling. And, you know, you know, if you went in prior to COVID, they'd have, you know, 50, 60 bikes on hand at all times and, you know, a great in and out program where you can get your bike fixed and, you know, all sorts of just a fantastic experience. Like anytime you needed something, you you got it, you know, and then during COVID, they just stopped production. Right. And then they figured out, Hey, if we just put a few out, we create false demand and therefore we can increase price. And we can control it from this side, right? So you go into a bike shop today. I'm not kidding, Tony. There's probably less than 10 bikes in there. Yeah. It's just like cars. Uh, Yeah. I mean, for different reasons, uh, like your scenario is probably why it's happening with bikes. Uh, With cars, there are a few reasons. I mean, the chip manufacturing shortage and the, for the, that run the cars, the computer chips in cars, they say they can't chip as many, but now that's created a, Hey, we're not going to carry you go to dealerships around here that used to have these huge lots full of brand new vehicles to yep. choose from. Uh, you go down there now and there may be 20 cars and, uh, yeah. if that, and then if you want, you go in there and say, I want this car. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we can have that for you in 12 months. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? I need a car. T- I need a new car. My car is dead. Right. Yeah. If you want that car and you want a new one, it's going to be 12 months. Oh, you want a used one? Well, we might be able to find one for you, but it's going to cost almost as much as the new one. Exactly. So the economic tug of war is really affected uh, uh, car buying. And uh, now you're telling me uh, even motorcycles. Yeah. Well, bicycles, right? Yeah. But yes, motorcycles too, probably. I'm sure I don't know that for a firsthand, but I assume it is. And if you want anything specific, forget about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we, you know, I was talking to a guy um with a local a local dealership and we were talking about the ev vehicles and uh there was a particular one um that's fame you know it's you know i'm not gonna plug anybody but um he said yeah you can get one in uh 2025 that's yeah. the next available yep <laughs> so yep. yeah crazy isn't it yeah so that's what i'm saying like we still don't get it right <laughs> So I think just people are just so comfortable and so into the the luxuries that we've been afforded because of the, you know, prior years before COVID. And, you know, we just had such an awesome run of, you know, success and prosperity. And, you know, it's really frightening to see what's happening now. You know, we have a, you know, the, the, the market is responding in different ways. We, you know, we're, we're up, you know, and then we're down and we're up and we're down and there's, you know, it's hard to get a hold of, what's really happening in there, yeah. but there's shifting uh, of the market. And, um, I think because of what we're talking about today, that that's, you know, having an impact on, on the markets, but 
there's still, you know, an estimated 800 and, you know, 800 billion in cash to over a trillion. You know, there's a big estimate that, that people are holding on to it. And I, and I think that that's great. I think that's fantastic. You know, yeah. <laughs> I think that we need to have some people, you know, we need to keep that tight and, yeah. and hold on to it. Cause there might be some rockier times. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just, uh, I'm now just, now is for, not the time to, uh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta live within your means right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, don't stop spending, but again, you know, make sure you're saving. Don't you, you, you do have to probably cut spending on an individual level uh, at this point in time. Oh yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. Wouldn't you say? Well, I mean, I think that, I think that people will do that. People will charge and do what, <laughs> you know, what people will buy, what, yeah. what they'll pay. Right. That's economics. Right. So, yeah. I mean, if you want to see your grocery bill go down, um, just buy, just buy the bare, you know, necessities, buy what you need, but not overspend. And, um, you know, at some point it's got to break, but it takes everybody to make that decision. And not everybody wants to give up next Netflix and, you know, wait, nobody said, Hey, nobody said anything about I having to give up Netflix. See, now you're, now you're talking crazy. No, I, I just, you know, I'm sorry. I'm ranting this this week. I apologize. I just noticed, like, <laughs> you know, I, I I see a lot with the uh, the property and casualty business, Tony. You know, is and that is, that's where you're seeing a, a lot a lot of things that are disturbing you about what's going on out there. Big time, yeah. Well, because there could be a hailstorm a mile or two away, but you know, people are going like roofers and stuff are going through t- <laughs> houses from house to house, saying, "Hey, you might be able to make a claim on your." for your roof because of hail and even even if they didn't have an effect of it it's causing you know a ripple in the in the um in the industry you know and it's causing costs to go up and you know there's just not a, uh that personal responsibility that you know we as americans grew up with where you take care of stuff you maintain stuff like your dad right so your dad's literally trying to do the right thing and, and maintain his washer right Yep. You know, that's what we were taught to do yep. as when we were growing up. But anymore, everything's disposable. Right. That's what's crazy. Right? There's yeah. no life cycle anymore to anything, yeah. you know? And, um, you know, I never thought I'd be this guy where I'm complaining about. <laughs> You're the guy. Get I'm off guy my now. lawn. Yeah. I'm get off my lawn guy. I definitely am. The and, government. Get off yeah. the government. <laughs> get off my lawn. And those... I didn't even, I didn't even hold out as long as I thought I would. I thought I would <laughs> at least be in my sixties when I started doing yeah. that. <laughs> but I'm just like, maintain your property. Right. Well, hey, you know there, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's like, take care of your stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You don't just, you know, use it and then just whatever. I'll just trade it and get another one. You know, that's just that's yeah, part of the issue. That is part of the problem in America with our economy for sure. Well, hey, uh, but Jeff, we're out of time for today's show. It flew Sorry, by. Guys. It flew by. You were on a rant. That's okay. Yes, so uh, it it's a well deserved rant. And if our listeners want to get a hold of you, if they have questions <laughs> about their financial plan, want to get a plan in place for retirement, need to look at what they're paying for insurance, save some money. How can they get a hold of you? Sure. Uh, the telephone number is area code 540-371-9777. Or you can go to our website, uh, theretirementsmith.com. 
and click on contact us and you can schedule an appointment. And listeners, that does it though for today's episode of Financial Viewpoints with our host, Jeff Smith. Thank you for listening to Financial Viewpoints. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Smith at The Retirement Smith. Call 540-371-9777 or visit them online at theretirementsmith.com. Advisory services are offered through The Retirement Smith LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Virginia. Insurance products are offered through The Insurance Smith, an affiliated company. Jeff Smith and The Retirement Smith are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary, and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.